You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, August 4th. This is Arya O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. Israeli airstrikes overnight hit several targets in southern Syria in an aggressive response to an attempted attack on the Golan Heights frontier. The IDF spokesman said in a rare claim of responsibility that it used fighter jets, helicopters, and other aircraft to hit Syrian military targets. These included observation posts, intelligence collection systems, anti-aircraft artillery, and command and control systems. The attack was in retaliation to the attempt by four men to lay explosives along the border fence early Monday. IDF forces killed the four after they infiltrated over the border and were just meters from the fence. Searches recovered weapons and explosives. There were no Israeli casualties. Israel said they were terrorists but did not identify them, adding that they only Israel held Syria responsible. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said of the attacks, we struck the cell and now we struck those who sent them. We will do whatever it takes to protect ourselves. Meanwhile, according to the Syrian Observatory for Human Rights, a mysterious airstrike on the city of Bukamal near the Iraqi border killed 15 people, all said to be Iranian-backed militiamen of Iraqi nationalities. It said an intensive attack that lasted over four hours Monday morning hit the Imam Ali base in the eastern Deir Azur region close to the border with Iraq. Israel's security cabinet is expected to be convening at this time in a video conference. Ministers have been informed that the meeting is expected to last until this evening. This is just the second time that the security cabinet has convened since the swearing-in of the new government over 10 weeks ago. More than 1,800 new coronavirus cases were diagnosed in Israel yesterday and another 270 this morning, according to the health ministry data released this morning. There are currently some 24,700 active COVID-19 cases in Israel. 349 people are in serious condition, 97 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak of the virus in Israel, 554 people have died. The Corona cabinet met last night but did not make any decisions regarding the combat against the spread of the coronavirus or efforts to revive the economy. There was no agreement regarding the lockdown policy and another meeting is scheduled for Wednesday. The goal is to reduce the daily infection from 2,000 a day to 400. This figure will allow schools to reopen on September 1st. Professor Dov Schwartz, the head of the coronavirus research team at the Ben-Gurion University, said that it was impossible to reduce the number to just 400 without a lockdown. He told Khan that a lockdown could be for nights or weekends or for the elderly for the next three weeks. He said that there was no grace period for Rani Gamzu, the country's coronavirus czar, and that decisions needed to be made urgently. Health Minister Yuli Edelstein said the weekend lockdowns would be ended since they were, in his words, worthless bother to the public. Speaking during a visit to the Wolfson Hospital, Edelstein said that Israel had succeeded in blocking the rise in the number of people infected with coronavirus, but we can't have these kind of numbers for long. Meanwhile, the IDF Chief of Staff has appointed Brigadier General Nissan Davidi to head the Home Front Command's contact tracing using in charge of cutting off infection chains. The IDF said Davidi served as the logistics officer for the Home Front Command and the Northern Command, and he headed logistics for the Army's Technological and Logistics Directorate. About one-half of employees in all industries who applied for unemployment benefits due to the coronavirus pandemic have returned to work, 
according to the data from the Research Department of the National Insurance Institute. The employees were all in sectors of the economy and have not only been in sectors where stricter restrictions have been imposed. Some 38,000 Palestinian laborers have entered Israel this morning after celebrating Eid al-Adha holiday. Those allowed into the country will be required to remain for at least three weeks in order not to spread the coronavirus. More Palestinian workers are expected to enter it Wednesday. On the roads, an 80-year-old woman was killed in Ramat Efal near Tel Aviv when she lost control of her car and crashed into a tree. Taking a look at the weather, it'll be slightly cooler today, no change for tomorrow, but temperatures will rise on Thursday. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem 30, Tel Aviv and Haifa 31, Beersheba 35, and Danilat going up to 40 degrees centigrade this afternoon. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for a one-hour news program.